0: hard to believe. It's truly hard to believe it is the week three, already week three edition of Targets and Touches, which is all sponsored by the Sharp app. Go to sharp.app. Also go to Google Play App Store. Go to uh, the Apple App Store. Go download the Sharp app. Also make sure to subscribe, windailysports.com. You can use the promo code NFL2021, $100 off a six-month gold membership. Oh, that also can be found, that link for the promo code down in the description, along with all of the tools that we have, you you can use when you get a gold membership. Optimizers, total tools, all of that. But it is time for targets and touches. My name is John Jansen. Follow me at jjansen 34 I am joined by my guy, as always, on a Tuesday. Stoby at S T O W E B Y, and Stoby, we're taking a look at uh, some targets and touches here from Week Two that is going to help us out going into Week Three. I'll just start out a very generic one to get us going here. What was the biggest surprise, you know, from week two, from week one to week two? Like what was the biggest difference now that you saw? And, whoa, that guy either the targets went up, the touches went up, or they went way
1: down. Just what was one that really surprised you? Uh, uh, for me, I was – I'm a little bit surprised, not necessarily the, the change. I'm surprised that Robert Woods hasn't been getting utilized more in the offense for the Rams. Um, i really thought that that it's
0: been a lot of Cooper cup. That's the surprising part to me.
1: Yeah. And I, I I wasn't, I wasn't, um, you know, fading cup. Like a lot of folks were, I know there, there there's some that were a little bit down on him this year. I wasn't quite that, but I I didn't expect him to be one of the top two or three wide receivers over, over the first couple of weeks. That was, that was very, very unexpected to me. That's something that, that I'm, I'm going to have to look a little bit further into and just kind of see what's going on. If there's, if Woods is being schemed out of these uh, out of these uh, uh, plays from a defensive standpoint, and Cup just happens to be the beneficiary of it, or, or or what's going on, or or if Woods just isn't getting separation, I need to take a closer look at that. But that is kind of surprising to me. I was expecting a lot more out of Woods so far. Yeah, in the first I think couple of
0: weeks. I think the biggest jump, and I don't know if it was a surprise, but Cortland Sutton three targets, one catch, three targets in week one. Week two, nine catches on twelve targets. That is a significant jump. We knew it was going to jump because of the injury to Jerry Judy, but we didn't know still if it was going to go elsewhere, if he was going to remain, uh, if he was going to even be the number one guy, if it was going to be Noah Font, if it was going to be Tim Patrick. You know who was going to get those targets? It all went to Cortland Sutton. And the good thing with Teddy Bridgewater now is that he's actually throwing the ball down the field a lot more. Uh, that, we were yeah, not expecting actually, that. It's yeah. it's completely out of left field now. Of course, he played the Giants. Giants are actually pretty good defense. Uh, I know they've gotten shredded a little bit. They're a pretty good defense, so I'll give him a little bit of credit for that. But uh, Jacksonville is not, and he was maybe able to take advantage of that. So we'll see how that continues. But Cortland Sutton, I mean, is this what we should expect? Double close to
1: double-digit targets each game for him uh, with Jerry Judy out. I think that we should. I mean, even if even if Bridgewater's yards per yards per attempt goes down, which I'm expecting it to kind of balance out over the, to, over, the, right. yeah, over the length yeah. of the season but just through sheer volume I, I mean i i expect similar production for sutton i mean even and I, I wouldn't and if the yards per cat or yards per attempt go down i, I expect the number of, of targets for all these guys to tick up slightly not not just you know sutton but guys like patrick and hamler and and fant uh, i expect that kind of dink and duck style of offense to to create more points in a PPR format just over the long term in the season. So I, I, I yeah. think we will, I think we will get an uptick now. I I do. I'm hoping we get a little bit, a little bit more uses at a usage out of uh, uh, Javante Williams in the passing game. Um, it looks like it's just a 50, 50 backfield, which, you know, we talked about it in the in, early on in this uh, before the season started that, you know, it was still kind of uh, – Melvin Gordon wasn't going to get pushed out. So we knew it's going to be a target share. It's just, you know, he he looks like he's the better back in, in passing down situations. And I think that's going to show itself over the next several weeks as he gets comfortable with the uh, with the offense.
0: Yeah, you know what? Since we brought up two receivers, let's just stick on the receiver side of things. Now, both Terry McLaurin and Brandon Cooks led the way with 14 targets each. Uh, I know Ryan Fitzpatrick. We were thinking it was going to help Terry McLaurin a lot, uh, and Terry McLaurin was already great because he had a, a bad quarterback play last season and still able to put up these really good numbers. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick goes down, and then it's you know, who is Taylor Heineke? Heineke is he going to yeah. be what? He, yeah, is who he, is he going to be? What he was in that playoff game, or or what is he going to be? Because that could potentially hurt Terry McLaurin's stock. Mm-hmm. No, uh, Terry McLaurin. Does this actually help out? You know, Taylor. I, I mean. Is that a guy now that we're going to be looking at DFS uh, a lot? You know, just what what is the trust level there with Taylor Heineke as his quarterback now instead of Ryan Fitzpatrick? Because it seems that they got a pretty good connection, yeah. and it's probably going to be better than it was with Fitzpatrick.
1: Yeah, yeah. Heineke, uh, shout out. We we both thought that was going to be a nasty slog on Thursday. Remember, I might I might have jinxed know. it. It ended up being yeah. A we out. thought it's so, a, and it was great. Those, those Thursday shootouts and I didn't do a little bit of research the uh, Thursday, Thursday night football games, the over hits over 60% of the time. So Fantastic. just the FYI for all you sports bettors out there, it, you got, you, you seem to have some sort of, uh, you know, edge on the over. If you want to take a look at that down, down the line, uh, go to, go to sharpapp.com. Uh, app.com. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Heineken looked good. I wasn't, he pushed the ball down the field a whole lot more than I thought he would. And I guess, you know, McLaurin's proving himself to be kind of like, um, not a Mark uh, Allen Robinson, a, a, you know, a guy that is quarterback proof. It doesn't matter who's throwing him the ball. If you just get it to him, he's going to be able to do something with it regardless of who it is. So yeah, I'm st- I'm going to be looking at, I'm going to be looking at McLaurin now. Cause this is like the, the fourth or fifth mediocre to below average quarterback. He's had throwing him the football and he just continues to produce.
0: Yeah, he is. And look, again, he was quarterback proof last season. It's not like, you know, Taylor Heineke was going to come in and Terry McLaurin would just be completely useless, but we just don't know. We didn't know what Taylor Heineke was going to be, who he's going to target, but it seems like he is really liking throwing to Terry McLaurin. So those two are the top Brandon cooks. What do you make of that? 14 targets. Obviously Davis mills is going to be starting Thursday. He's the only option there. I mean, pretty much that's, that's what it's come down to. He's the only option, but I find that hard to continue with Davis Mills as quarterback. Let's let's be honest, Tyra Taylor is actually playing pretty well.
1: Yeah, and I I, I couldn't be I couldn't be happier. I didn't see it. I did not see it coming, you know, but but as, right. as a Virginia Tech guy, I love I love seeing him nice. actually. He just <laughs> he always seems like such a, a snake bit guy. It was, you know, he either gets injured and gets gets passed or somebody punctures his lung and he loses his starting job
0: still, still one of the most unbelievable stories
1: yeah uh, i yeah. can't believe he didn't sue the chargers organization for that but you know that's a that's a completely different conversation maybe they settled behind closed doors and didn't raise a stink but yeah the fact that he didn't get an opportunity to even play anymore but yeah i'm, I'm so happy for tyra just from a personal from a personal level I'm 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 thrilled that you know, we we're all looking at this team thinking it's going to be a dumpster fire, and on paper, it should be a dumpster fire.
0: Yeah, and he's but, doing
1: well with it. Yeah, but and unfortunately,
0: now that he he's in yeah, like, of course, like I mean, it, it just going well, and we thought, wow, you know what, he's looking great,
1: and then this happens, again. and then boom, his hammy goes out. Well, I mean, yeah. hopefully, it's not a long. It's just it's a short it's a short week. I don't think the Texans are. I don't think the Texans necessarily want to be one of these middling, you know. Seven and ten, eight and nine, nine and eight. You know, one of these teams that's not going right. to make the playoffs. That's going to get like a, 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 well, hell, they don't even get their first round draft pick here coming up next year, do they? Because I believe they gave a first, uh, like their next couple of first round picks up <laughs> in, uh, yeah, the Bill O'Brien era. So I don't think it actually really matters to them. So maybe they are going to try and see what they can get out of it. But
0: so let, let's go here with wide receivers. Uh, who are you worried about? Uh, I think one. I would slightly. Not too worried, but he's gotten 10 targets uh, in two games, 10 total targets in two games. You know, he was okay in the first one, four receptions, about 60-some yards and a touchdown, I think. But it's DK Metcalf. He's just having a, yeah. meh, start to the season. Yeah. It seems like Tyler Lockett, you know, that's the guy. He's the one who's had these huge games. You know, obviously, there are going to be some big games for DK Metcalf, but did we maybe take the – Maybe take it too far, knowing that Tyler Lockett was there, thinking that DK Metcalf was just going to take that much of the target share and demand that much attention all the time. When we knew, hey, like Tyler Lockett's not going away anytime
1: soon. Yeah, well, mean, Tyler Lockett, he he's consistently proven, you know, season. I mean, he's a he's a great talent. It's just dynamic. The week to yeah, the week to week, and uh, he could just as easily next week catch two passes for 26 right. yards <laughs> when everybody's going to be on them because yeah. if you look there's only a hundred dollars difference between dk and locket or 100 or 200 dollars difference between the two of them on DraftKings. so i kind of anticipate a lot of that ownership going to locket because of the first two weeks and you know everybody's going to be trying to scheme dk metcalf out of out, out of the contest and rightfully so the the home run threat that he he presents is you know second to none mm-hmm. and after the first couple of weeks with locket these blown coverages because i know that one touchdown pass it was just there was nobody within 20 yards of them somebody somebody blew a coverage on sunday yeah. and they just didn't bother going back there and wow he the got. Titans'
0: secondary blowing a, a coverage no way that hasn't happened yeah. before no well, i mean That's there, just, and, that doesn't happen to tennessee
1: they, what are we talking about it, it, it doesn't happen in Minnesota. Who's going to be their next uh, uh, next uh, uh, a team? As, it actually, I I think kind of does happen in Minnesota a little bit too. I think yeah, that uh, might a be a little might, a little sarcasm built in there. No, so <laughs> I think uh, they. What usually happens in those situations when you have multiple wide receivers if you if you have them scheming out the big threats and. You know the the number two guy where the one A or one B goes off and they try to overcorrect that just creates openings for somebody like a DK Metcalf. So I'm I'm kind of going to go ahead and lean into DK one more week, and yeah. I, I have a I have a feeling. I mean, that, it's going to
0: happen yeah, eventually, right?
1: I mean, yeah, there's no yeah, way absolutely. it's, it's going to have just, these this horrifically bad season. It's going to yeah, happen. He looks he looks fine. It's not like there's anything wrong with him. I just you know defenses are scared of him. So yeah um so who are you concerned about
0: one. um cool. who are you concerned about when it comes to targets the wide receiver position uh that you just go i'm not really liking this like this isn't what i kind of was expecting coming into the season
1: um i know tyree Hill for some
0: has been one of them
1: yeah tyree Hill, but uh, that's i think that's more of a um, more because of the the defenses defenses that they were facing i'm not i'm not too terribly worried about hill i thought i I thought Kelsey was going to be the one to blow up um in in last week's contest. Anyway, that's I I wanted him. He was my my top kind of contrarian play in that showdown slate. I had a feeling because of what Darren Waller did to him just the week before. So I, I think Tyreek is, is going to be fine. It's not like the, the targets go to anywhere else. They they don't tend to spread the ball out. It tends to be Kelsey Hill. And then Mahomes running it when he feels like it. I mean, C.E.H. C- barely gets involved. You know, Miko Hardman, uh, Byron Pringle, all those guys. They 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 get a play or two, and maybe they'll catch a touchdown. I think he's just on the wrong side of luck right now, and that'll that'll even out. Um, I'm as far as being a little bit concerned, I'm. I, I'm starting to get a little bit eh, – I mean, he's getting a lot of targets, but it's not converting. I'm a little worried about A.J. Brown just because of the way that, that Julio looked last week, and I don't I don't always expect that volume to be there with Henry as a running back. So, you know, Tannehill and, and Julio kind of linked up, and I was not expecting that. Uh, so I want to yeah. keep an eye on it. You know, A.J. Brown's supremely talented, but I know Tennessee doesn't want to sit there and have to – have to throw the ball, you know, forty plus times a game. That's just not their not their style. Uh, so I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep an eye on that. Um, I'm I don't know. I'm still I'm always a little bit concerned about Mike Evans, but that's a personal issue, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. no, it's completely
0: yeah. fair, uh, especially with all that oh. targets here and like the Antonio Brown thing. You know, week one was great. Week two, mm-hmm. not really a lot either. Uh,
1: so Kenny. Kenny Galladay, if he does not go off this week, I'll, I'm definitely worried. That's about
0: panic panic button time. <laughs> the, panic
1: button time because I I this game should be a perfect storm for Kenny Galladay um, as far as being able to target him because I mean Atlanta and we've talked about it a lot. They like to blitz the safeties and the cornerbacks, and when it comes to mobile quarterbacks, they run. They can run that bootleg around and. A guy like Galladay, in man coverage against the Falcons' poo-poo defense, mm-hmm. he should be able to get behind everybody. And I think yeah. they're going to focus their attention on Shepard. So if Galladay doesn't go off this week, I've got some serious concerns.
0: Yeah, um, that one. I'm I'm so glad I kind of stayed away from the
1: Kenny Galladay situation. I, I did. I did too. I didn't think I didn't think he was going to be the guy, but it's. Yeah. Uh, People were really high on him. I I, I mean, Sterling Shepard's been the best wide receiver there for years, and the only issue has been health. So I was, you know, I was Shepard, Shepard and, you know, Slayton in best balls. So I wasn't really worried about Galladay. Uh, but I do think there's a really, really good case to be made to be targeting him in DFS this week.
0: There you uh, go. Lost you for a bit. Uh, you yeah, I lost into. you too. Okay. targets and touches right here. windaily sports.com. My name is John Jansen. Follow me at JJS 34 follow Stoby at S T O W E B Y looking at all of the targets and touches. Uh, from week two and helping us into week three here over at WindDailySports.com, sign up for a gold membership. Use the promo code NFL2021. If you want that promo code, you can use the link in the description to help you sign up as well as all the tools that we have to offer just to show you a little bit of what we do have to offer here at Wind Daily Sports. Uh Taking lineup questions. Hey, Matt, if you have any questions, just let us know. If, if anyone has any questions, yeah, if, it, you wanna, if you want, If
1: you want to ask a question, yeah, just understand it's, it, we're it's really a little early, early in the week. Yeah, it's and- a little early.
0: But ask away. We'll be able to uh, – we'll try and help you out as best as we can for sure. Uh, yeah. So let, let's go into some of the running backs here. Uh, what we thought, not really a concern week one, but it was something that just seemed odd, uh, completely flipped in week two. Uh, Austin Eckler got his, his his targets in the passing game and converted yep. on literally all nine of them.
1: So, yep.
0: uh, yeah, not bad for Austin Eckler. I, I yep, think there like was no cause yeah. for concern there, and he did yep. well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I was just watching and I wasn't, I wasn't worried. Exactly. Yeah. If if he didn't do that, if he didn't do that against Dallas, then I would start to be a little bit worried, but yeah, the uh, he's, he's firmly in there in the passing game. Thank goodness. And good gracious. I like that pass. the passing volume in uh, on that chargers team is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Mike Williams is like top two or three in the, in the league in targets. And then, yep. you know, Keenan Allen and, you know, now Austin Eckler getting used in it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, it's silly. Yeah. Mike Williams is number one with Amari Cooper in total targets over the first two weeks. And then CeeDee Lamb, Sterling Shepard, and then you go down to number six and it's Keenan Allen. It's like the, the volume of just Dallas and, and the Chargers is just absolutely obscene. And I'm not, I wasn't expecting Mike Williams to be at the top of that heat
0: no i was not and here's the question for matt here desperate need even a new quarterback uh screw joe burrow eh, he's been all right uh should i rock with justin fields or kirk this week do not rock justin fields do not uh, um, i saw i saw is- enough in that game uh, of course the running is going to be there a little bit but i would just stay away from rookie quarterbacks we're seeing kind of all over the place with rookies now even mac jones like he's doing well but you know he's not putting up enough fantasy points for you not to use somebody like kirk but
1: uh, as you were going to say uh there, Stoby. Oh, I was gonna ready to say I'm just checking the total on that game. I could uh, a case could be made to potentially run Kirk against Seattle this week.
0: Seattle secondary isn't great. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's yeah, not so good. well it's just a, that entire thief, there's no reason to be scared of Seattle anymore. There's just it no. truly isn't.
1: No, it's a – fit oh yeah. You can you can start you can start Kirk this week. Fifty-five and a half total is what it opened up at.
0: Oh god, fifty-five and a half? Yes. Woo! Buddy, all right, minus
1: uh, uh, minus two on for the Seahawks. So, yeah, fire go ahead, fire up Kirk. Yeah, I would absolutely <laughs> fire up Kirk. Uh,
0: I am firing up Justin Jefferson this weekend. Uh, I think he's gonna have a good game as well. So, taking a look at uh, all the other things at running back, and maybe this goes into a little bit of the waiver wire as well. What do we make of Cotterell Patterson? Like, this is this is a thing, and you know, for all the Mike Davis, and, and I think he's out snapping him, uh, so I think. That's it's fine. Like the Mike Davis thing, I just don't think he's he's talented enough. Like as much as we want to say that he does have a little bit more of the target share and or at least more of the snap count, than I would say uh than I would say Mike Davis. The thing is, Mike Davis just maybe isn't that good. And Conroe Patterson looked 30 years old. He's a wide receiver converting into a running back. It's weird, but the guy has big playability, and we yep. see Atlanta wanting to use that. There's there's an absolute need for that kind of player in Atlanta's offense, and they seems like they have every single uh, bit uh, of using him and want to use every single bit of them because they they need it. They need that kind of player.
1: Yeah, well, I mean if you if you've got an injured guy on your roster uh, and you want to pick him up for seasonal, and if you happen to be a Mike Davis owner and don't have him already, go ahead and go ahead and scoop him up. It can't it can't hurt and. You know, we, we've seen it before where these wide receiver converts have had a decent, you know, single season, like a Ty Montgomery a few years yep. back. Uh, so, I mean, it can it can work, but just understand what you're signing up for. Um, the reason that most of us were okay with Mike Davis as far as a, like a RB3 or rb is because we did not anticipate any kind of uh, competition from anyone. We weren't, we weren't thinking that Cordell Patterson was actually going to get any sort of uh, snap share over Mike Davis. So yeah. it, it, would, it would behoove you to go ahead and pick him up if you are a Mike Davis owner and just hold on to it and see what happens. Because uh, Atlanta- it would have
0: to be – it's not going to be based off of purely running. Because, yeah. I mean, as much as he is a faster – Back than Mike Davis, and I think he's more talented. Still, like, he's not an actual running back, and that has its limits. So, I don't think yeah. Atlanta's going to try and push those limits. But what adds the dynamic is that he can get maybe 20, 30 rush yards per game. And if he's going to get five or six targets for 30, 40 yards, I mean, it's mm-hmm. that's a pretty like it's not great because he would need the touchdown, but it's a kind of safe flex floor. Uh, if you're mm-hmm. looking for something yeah. like that, and at least Perfect. somebody on your bench, you know, I think it's completely capable. But again, this could just be a flash in the pan thing. And then Caudrill Patterson, you know, continues to fall apart. You know, it's just, I don't know. We've never seen this consistently. It's something really new. It's something that's coming late into a guy's career that we didn't really know. So I honestly, like, I I think it's okay to pick him up, but there is, there is sort of a, at least a good floor here, at least in flex spots that I, I think Patterson provides you with. Just don't expect anything too huge from him, though. Like I'm not, I'm never expecting a 100 yard game from him, uh, whether that's yeah. rushing
1: or receiving at all. Yep, that's an interesting question. You want to go? Let's go ahead and take that. You want this one? You want this yeah. one? That. Um, who are your wide receivers?
0: You have Gainwells and RB two. Oh, Edgar. yeah, yeah, yeah Edgar, I, Edgar. I, I yeah, we might we might need to we would, we'd have to figure that one out. I mean, let's go to Dave Montgomery though, since we're doing targets and uh, touches here. David Montgomery, um, what do you
1: think of his uh, his performance for the Bears in Week Two? It's actually better than what it shows on the stat line. He he left over there was over thirty yards of offense uh, that got left on the table from a a stupid. Um, Holding penalty, or a couple of stupid holding penalties. He ripped yeah. off like a 30 yard reception down the left side and it got called back. And then he ripped off like an eight yard run. Montgomery is fine. I keep watching these Chicago games and Montgomery keeps ripping off these. He actually, big, right. Big the, the thing plays. is that
0: the talent's actually popping off of the, the screen now. Like, and it wasn't yeah. in the first year. It actually is. And it's really, it's, it's surprising and impressive. So if he's going to get the touches then you know the talent's the talent's there for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's there. It's just his coach likes to run plays that don't that don't fit him. And that is really my only like he was I mean you're talking about close to 100 yards of total uh, of total offense last week if it wasn't for penalties. So I I anticipate it's either going to it's either going to get better or it's going to become Lazers job. Before the end of the season, they, right. they don't yeah. have they don't have an option. He's he well. Keeps would, these, would Justin Fields help out?
0: Would Justin Fields help out or hurt David Montgomery?
1: I, I, as far as creating running lanes, I think it absolutely helps. As far as the play calling and scheming up uh, goofy reverses and and little flea flickers and these kind of plays that don't make any sense for a running back like David Montgomery, I think it. I think it hurts. It's a new. It's a new. Tool in the toolbox, and he's gonna want to use it way more. I uh, met Nagy's gonna want to use it a lot more than yeah. he should, so yeah, especially thing you know,
0: Justin Fields. Uh, just he's a rookie, so obviously needs a, mm-hmm. a little bit more polishing in the passing game, as we saw against Cincinnati. Yeah. So yeah, I could, I could
1: see some read option coming
0: yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. I could absolutely see that. Uh, so I think Dave Montgomery is going to be good. Now, the rest of this, so uh, should I trade McLaurin for Montgomery? Obviously the I, RB2 there because of Gus Edwards. He has digs and Brandon Cooks and Hollywood Brown in a PPR. This is a 12-man PPR league. Uh, Mr. Stoke.
1: I think you could. I think you can make that. You can take that trade. If yeah, uh, honestly, you really need. You really need a running back desperately. And Brandon Cooks has has exceeded expectations. And Hollywood at Baltimore defense looks softer than it has been in years. Right, so and I if you can we'll give us, if this
0: game. is a two wide receiver league, three wide receiver league, if this is a two running back, two wide receiver, and a flex. Um, yeah. because it might, if look, if you need three wide receivers, as long as, as long as Brandon cooks and McLaren are both being used, I might, you know, just try and obviously don't want like Gamewell there. And you're probably not going to get any good running back, but I just keep trying to mix and match. Um, I would not want to get rid of McLaren and then have Hollywood Brown in there. Um, yeah. Oh, Nick Chubb, RB one. Like, yeah i don't know i just wouldn't wanna i wouldn't want to get rid of the points there if you're using both McLaren and Brandon cooks but if it's two wide receiver league and you have a flex spot then yeah i i probably i don't know i'd probably end up doing yeah. it because you know i don't know if you're you're going to be able to use uh
1: i guess game uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. game not 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 very if something i mean he'll be supremely you know in a, in a great position if Miles Sanders gets hurt, obviously. But he right now he is a, a handcuff, kind of in between a handcuff, handcuff, premium, like with yeah. a little bit of standalone value. But it's not enough to be an RB two. Exactly. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, not you're you're really you're really thin at running back. So see, check your depth charts and see what you got on the waiver wire also, and look for some guys that are in some positions that could possibly step up. Um, I doubt Alexander, somebody like Alexander Madison is on the team. Um, normal format, flex and kicker. So yeah, two, so, so yeah. Two, two, yeah I'd, I'd be. Since I'd you have the
0: flexibility good. with the flex spot, it doesn't need to be a receiver, absolutely.
1: Uh, I yeah, think so. I think you can make that trade.
0: I think it's David Montgomery. All right, you're tuning near the Targets and Touches right here, Uh Last thing, so any, any other thing on the running backs? Uh, I know we didn't get to, uh, get into it uh, too much there, but Calderall Patterson, probably the biggest one. Kamara owners were kind of let down a little bit, but I don't think there's too much to look into there. Uh, I do want to look into a little bit because this is the one that we're going to be streaming the entire time. And uh, I imagine if you didn't get some of the top guys that you're likely going to be looking each week at trying to see which streaming option is best, but tight ends. um, What did you make of some of the tight ends? Jack Doyle. Now Carson Wentz, we have no idea if he's going to play in week three because he not only sprained one ankle, but he sprained Uh both ankles. Oh boy! Uh, so Jack Doyle, he he was getting peppered with targets uh, and and throws from Carson Wentz, but outside of that, you know, where are we looking? Kyle Pitts? It doesn't seem like there's really too much to be, uh, I guess, disappointed about. I think Kyle Pitts was getting involved a lot more, and yeah. I think that's just going to be continued and yeah. continued uh, yeah. to to get better throughout the season. But I, I guess what is a tight end here uh, that you are looking at and that you. you are impressed with some of the target share. Cole commit from week one to week two could have been, of course, with the quarterback situation that happened there with Andy Dalton, leaving with an injury. Uh, So what, what are some of the tight ends that we are looking at and who impressed you in
1: week two? (laughs) Me, TJ Hawkinson has been, it's happening. The breakout season
0: is happening right before our eyes. I was
1: not, I was not expecting this. Not even Jared a Goff, I mean, I knew he was going to get some work because they don't really have a lot of wide receivers besides Quintez Cephas. I was, I just, yeah, this is this is the breakout, and he's doing it with Jared freaking golf. Yes, he so, is. <laughs> um, let see another another one that I, I'm kind of looking at. Well, actually, no, I can't even look at him now because we got questions with Tua for next week. I was kind of interested in Mike Gusecki, uh against the Raiders coming up, but we need to see how how that whole situation is going to pan out. Um, same. Is thing. Gronk just
0: going to have a great season? By the way, like, is it just if he stays healthy? Yes,
1: that's the yeah, thing. He stays, he's just going to be yeah.
0: a top tight end again, all yeah. of a sudden out of nowhere. He, okay, he's look. Where, he how year, how, he how is that going? Unbelievable. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, I've look. I, yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I've been. I've all. I've been happy with Gronk the whole time, so I didn't feel like I needed to say nothing about him. Gronk is six months older than Travis Kelsey. That's it. He's healthy. Yeah he's he. everybody thinks he's old and it's not really gosh yeah
0: it is i mean he yeah he does look like at times and i know uh dan levitt described him this way that when he runs down the field it's looked like all of his parts are like like if he's a robot and his parts is flying off as (laughs) he's running down the field like he does but it's just you're right like there's still there's still something left in the tank here
1: yeah he he took a year off he got his body healed up you know these nfl players they a lot of times they're they're playing multiple seasons with the same injury and they pile up and pile up and pile up yeah. and they never get healed and then everything falls apart all at once But well, he was lucky enough to get himself a year off he's he's i know he's a he's a goofy meathead but <laughs> when it comes to the football stuff he takes it very very seriously he take he he takes care of his diet he's he's on he's really strict on that he took his conditioning really seriously. He had a full offseason, just like Antonio Brown, where he could get trained up down there in Florida, get acclimated. And we already know that that chemistry with Brady is second to none. Uh, so we're, we're looking at a situation where all he has to do is stay healthy and he could be yep. a top two, two, three, four, five tight end in the NFL at the end of the season. If he plays all 17 games.
0: Could be. All right. So that is gonna wrap things up here. Targets and touches, uh, all sponsored by the Sharp app. Go to Sharp.app. Go to any of your app stores that you use and go check out Sharp as well. Would you guys ride Logan Thomas as a tight end one or try to trade for a tight end? Uh, I'd still want right to be, I ride yeah, it out. To
1: be continued on that. Ride yeah. it out for right now. Don't don't give up don't don't give up faith with them when it comes to Thomas. We want to see what Heineke what Heine's gonna do. You know, we weren't necessarily Thrilled about Fitzpatrick because we know he likes to push the ball downfield. But Heineke was trying to target Logan Thomas several times in that in that last game. It's yeah. just a matter of they didn't convert. So go ahead and give it a couple of more weeks and, and I see. Completely I completely okay. agree. Yep, I absolutely agree with that.
0: So that is it for us. Again, sponsored by Sharp. Go to Sharp.app. Also, sign up with DailySports.com. Link is in that description right down below. Down there, right there in that description thing, uh, the, the sign-up link. You can go Good check little. that out. NFL 2021, 6 months gold membership for $100 off. You can follow us at Wind Daily Sports. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Wind Daily Sports. We have already up there now the waiver Eye Report, a nice quick little video for you to check out. Also, a quick video giving you some MLB DFS plays. For today, and we'll be back tomorrow. Tony Jigsaw Cotillo and I will be going over the quarterbacks and stacks. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I don't know. Maybe you could join if you want to. But quarterbacks and stacks tomorrow, five o'clock, right here, Win Daily Sports. My name is John Jansen. Follow me at JJansen34. You can follow Stoby at S T O W E B Y. We'll be back tomorrow here at WinDailySports.com.